Hey folks, Lori Baltimore here with another edition of Hyperwave. Guys, it is a very, very special episode, guys. I am sitting in the bathtub. I'm taking a whittle bath. You know what I mean? B-A-F-F, baby, bath. Taking a whittle bath, trying to relax. You know what I mean? I was talking about taking a bath with somebody earlier. And I don't know, I just couldn't get it out of my head, you know? Some bubbles. You know, you got you can hear the water, baby. I'm taking one, okay? I'm buck naked right now. Buck naked. Okay. Um not really sure how that's gonna make you feel. Uh but let's just go with it. Okay, I'm a Pisces. Uh go with the flow. I'm all about water. Going with the flow. And I'm I'm in this this mindset, guys. I'm I'm brimming with ideas. I'm 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 full. I'm to the brim. I'm 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 exploding with lucidity here, guys. Uh, I got some interesting things that I want to talk about. Uh, I I want to I want to I want to tackle the hard hitting issues here. Okay, every anybody who knows me well enough and has had uh, any sort of a substantial conversation with me knows. That I don't like to talk politics, guys. I do not like to talk politics, okay? Uh, and this will be no different. I will not be talking about politics. I have more important things on my mind right now. Um, and l- l- let's just go ahead and get started. I mean, first thing I want to do is give a little shout out to uh, my people out there. Now, I usually call them Lori Balta Horrors, but I'm rebranding. I'm rebranding. Uh, I'm going to start calling you guys my little Lori Balta s'mores. Okay, because that's a little cuter. I like chocolate. I like marshmallows. I like graham crackers. You put them together, you got yourself a perfect combination. Now, the reasoning behind that is because you want s'more. You want some more of Lori Baltimore. Okay, that's going to be on a t-shirt in the shop, guys. A little merch shop for you. Go ahead and buy that. 800,000 plus subscribers. Uh, you know, if even 1% of you guys buys that, you're going to be buying me my new condo in Buenos Aires. Okay, so check out the merch shop, my little Bo- Lori Balta s'mores. And I'm about to give you s'more of Lori Baltimore. So first thing I want to talk about is Tom Cruise. <clears throat> thing about Tom Cruise, guys, anybody who's been with me since day one, uh, my little Lori Balta s'mores out there, um, know that I really love Tom Cruise. Love the guy. Love him, okay? I actually got in an argument with one of my coworkers today about Tom Cruise because people don't like him. People don't like the guy. And I understand, yes, he's part of a cult. Yes, his tooth, his the lines of his teeth are fucking creepy and his teeth don't make any goddamn sense and he's four feet tall and he's manic and he's crazy and he's totally in self-denial. He doesn't talk to his kids. He's a horrible husband. Sure. The list goes on and on. But have you seen Jerry Maguire? It's a fantastic movie. Have you seen, I don't know, Rain Man, perchance? Did you watch Top Gun? I mean, I I saved, I wasn't even going to say Top Gun because that's too easy. That's too good. I mean, it's fantastic. You got Goose and Maverick. You got the Iceman, Val Kilmer out there. They're killing the fucking Ruskies. I mean, what else do you want? What else do you want? Anyway, here's a good thing about Tom Cruise, guys. And this is a very valuable, I would say, philosophical question. Maybe not philosophical. It's abstract, okay? 
Now, here's my question to you. Let's say that you are, I don't know, a rational person. Okay, and the reason I say that is because everybody goes, he's a Scientologist. He's a Scientologist. All right. So, yes, he believes that Lord Xenu, you know, came here 10,000 years ago and dropped a bunch of alien souls in a volcano and the volcano erupted or was exploded by a hydrogen bomb and all of the souls of these aliens attached themselves to the proto-human being, the caveman human being, and that uh, instilled us with consciousness, okay, in the understanding of the intelligible world, okay, yes, he believes those things, okay, he believes that L. Ron Hubbard is flying on fucking, I don't know, Haley's Comet somewhere. Yes, he believes those things, but, okay? This is the question. <clears throat> Would you rather be a rational, you know, level-headed, down-to-earth person who understands the facts, um, is, not, is not fanatical about anything, uh, lives their life totally normally, experiencing the life of monotony that comes along with working and going home, working and going home and working and going home, getting more and more miserable as time goes on. You know, you're a weekend warrior trying to fit fun in where you can. But all the while, you know, you're a cold and sober individual. Okay? You don't nothing gets by you. Okay? You're 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 a rational insane person. But you're 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 slowly becoming miserable. You're slowly becoming miserable, guys. Okay, listen, it's it's all LB here. You can be honest with me. You're sad and you're upset. I know this already. You're sad and you're upset because your life sucks. Because of the monotony. Work and go home, work and go home. Oh, maybe I should find something to eat. Oh, I can't eat that. It's too bad for you. It's too many calories. Oh my God, what if I die? And it's just anxieties and fears and responsibility. Okay, and and this this is creating a negativity inside of you, whether you know it or not. It's a it's a feeling of alienation. Okay, it's not good, but all the while, oh, you are a cold and sober and rational person. You pride yourself, pride yourself on your ability to deduce and understand, to be critical of any any concept, right? But you're miserable. You're not happy. You're not like Facebook social media happy. You pretend to be. You know, you try to convince yourself that you are, but you're not. So, so, so would you rather have that, you know, and people, you know, your relationships, they come and go. You're not, uh, you're not uh, in a great mood all the time. You don't really feel that great. You're just kind of getting by. Now, would you rather be that or be totally batshit crazy, believe in some crazy sort of a galactic federation that's traveling around and i don't know putting alien souls in people alien souls that you have to go to therapy to exercise out of you so that you can understand you're an alien right going clear as they call it in scientology okay would you rather believe that and 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 this creates some sort of a mania inside of you that allows you to i don't know create 12 mission impossible movies i don't know interview with a vampire maybe Oh, oh it, oh, it convinces you. Oh, maybe I should do all of my own stunts like I'm Jackie fucking Chan, dude. Right? Tom Cruise is going to be filming the very first movie filmed in outer space. They chose Tom fucking Cruise for that. And they were like, hey, man, how, how would you feel about uh, 
I don't know, going to outer space and making a movie. He said, uh, yeah. There was no hesitation. You think Tom Cruise hesitated? He said, dude, I never thought you'd ask. I've been dying to go to outer space. That's where my people are, dude. Outer space, baby. Right? So yeah, he's a fucking kook believing in all this shit. But let's say you're a kook believing all this crazy shit, but it makes you it makes you manic. It makes you very happy. It makes you interested in the world. It makes you interested in people. It makes you interested in your own experience. It makes you a philanthropist. It makes you active in your community. Okay? And then you're happy. Yeah, so you're crazy happy, but you're fucking happy. You're deluded into a perpetual cycle of giddiness. I love Katie Holmes. You know, he's stomping on the couch on Oprah, right? Totally fucking crazy. Totally crazy, but happy. Now, I level that question to you. Why does it matter so much to be a a rational and critical person if it only makes you miserable? As they say, ignorance is bliss, guys. Ignorance is bliss. Now, if you can delude yourself into ignorance by choosing to believe in something that is totally, completely far-fetched and fucking insane, written by a science fiction writer, frankly, do you know what I mean? You delude yourself to the point of happiness. Who gives a shit? That's my motto. I don't know, dude. You see, you know, there's a lot of homeless people in Seattle. You see these people on the street, and some of them, they're totally manic. They're crazy people. Maybe they're on meth. Maybe they're on crack. I don't know. But either way, they're happy. And so what? You're, what, what are you doing right now? What are, what are you doing? I'm sitting in a bath talking to my phone. Guys. Okay? I wish Lord Xenu would beam me up. I wish. I wish I could believe that shit. But alas, I cannot. I cannot. I am doomed to misery. As you all are. My little Lori Baltusmores. Guys, sorry to say it. But anyway, what I'm saying is that Tom Cruise, guys, unbelievable human being. And that's the American way. Okay. And I'm not going to talk about politics, but I'm going to talk to you what it means to be uh, about what it means to be an American. Okay. And part of being an American is deluding yourself of the facts so that you can, mm, I don't know, justify how fucking stupid you are. You know, climate change isn't real because I want to drive my fucking four wheelers around with an exhaust pipe that just emits black smoke all the time. Right? Want to delude yourself. Oh, guys, oil is good for little ducks. Didn't you know that? You know what I mean? I don't know. That, that, that's part of it, man. That's part of look at Alex Jones. Totally insane. I just don't like that they're putting chemicals in the water, making the freaking frogs gay. You know, totally psychopathic. Nonetheless, he's always high energy, baby. You know, he's he's bringing the bringing the energy, you know, and I wish I brought the energy. I wish I felt like that every day. I wish I could believe in something nutso to make me feel good about life. I mean, maybe that's all my spiritual beliefs, you know. Some nutty stuff to make me feel like maybe okay once in a while, you know? Uh, Not to get too real here. Okay, not to get too real because Tom Cruise is a reason to celebrate. I'm just happy he's still with us. He's still here. He's still kicking. He's gorgeous. He's as beautiful as he ever was. And he's just making movies, baby. Making movies. COVID-19 didn't stop him, guys. 
And that's because of the lunacy of Scientology. And I'm telling you, there's something there. That Leah Ramini, I don't know about her. You see how sad she is all the time? See how sad? She's always so upset. It's because she's lost her way. She's not deluded into insanity anymore. And I'm saying the American way is partial insanity. You have to believe crazy things to be an American. You know what I mean? That that should be the only test test of citizenship. We're like, do you have um, unshakable opinions? Very hard, stubborn, unshakable opinions. And then they say, yes, I do. And then you say, okay, are they based on evidence? And then they say, uh, no, they are not. Congratulations, bud. You're one of us. You know? And then the national anthem starts playing. The rocket's red You know? All right, guys. Moving on here. Um, I want to move on to uh, McDonald's. Now, there's a McDonald's right across the street from where I work. And it erodes my faith in the human spirit. It erodes my faith in uh, the human soul and our capacity for salvation. And it's very sad. It's disgusting. It's disgusting. I feel so bad for the people that work there. I feel so bad for them. I've been eating a filet fish every single day of work for the last two weeks. Why? Because I think it's funny. I think it's a really funny joke. And that's a weird thing about my jokes is that they're just to myself. Nobody gets it. They're like, oh, you just like filet fishes I'm like, I mean, I guess, but it's really just to be funny. For who? I don't know myself. I think it's funny. You know? I'm a weird guy like that. But the filet fish is a perfect sandwich. Have you ever had the bun? I could just eat the buns. The bun on a filet fish sandwich, absolutely incredible. It's going to knock your socks off, guys. 10 out of 10 would recommend. Uh, you got that little square patty. A nice little perfectly square fish patty, perfectly fried. Perfectly fried. They grew that in a laboratory. That's laboratory-grown cyborg fish. That's good stuff. A little cheese on top, a little tartar sauce. You can't go wrong. And I scarf that shit down. Just one. Okay, because I want to keep my girlish figure here, but I've been eating them a lot. And I was eating one today, and I was looking over back at McDonald's because I work right across the street. And uh, I saw that their drive through has a big sign above it, and it says clearance nine feet. The clearance for the drive through is nine feet. So to say it, uh, you can't drive a vehicle long, taller than nine feet and order food. Now, that really pissed me off, okay? Because I'm just thinking of the individual. If you, What are you driving, dude? What are you driving? Nine feet tall, right? That's like a fucking U-Haul that's like has a lift kit. That's bullshit. Nine feet? That's way too tall. You know, you're, you're, you you're want to order food? What are you driving, dude? Like some sort of industrial delivery machine? Like a Zamboni? What are you driving? If you're driving something that's nine feet tall and you want to stop off at Mickey D's for my fucking quarter pounder with cheese, park your truck. Park your fucking truck, walk your ass inside, and pay the person at the counter. You don't need to drive through. How are you driving? It's nine feet. Nine feet tall. We're talking got to be at least six feet wide. 
It's a monster vehicle. Not six feet. We're saying like, I don't know, nine feet tall and seven feet wide. You're driving, you know, you're driving. It's the dimension of basketball players. You're driving an NBA team through the fucking drive through You have to have it that fast. You don't want to leave your fucking giant machine. Park your truck. Go into the fucking restaurant. Order your food. I'm getting upset now. And the other thing, the other thing is that these cars wrap down the block. They wrap down the block, guys. I'm telling you, I'm looking at the McDonald's. You got one person ordering, two people behind them, a couple more people behind them. And then it goes all the way into the street and it goes halfway down the fucking street, dude. And they're blocking traffic. Do you need your fucking sweet and sour sauce that badly, dude? We got to ruin people's days and you got to wait 10 minutes for it. That's not even fast food anymore, dude. Find an empty place. Find an empty place, dude. By the time you're sitting in that long of a line to get your fucking McDonald's, you could have cooked yourself a five-course meal at your house. You know what I mean? How desperate are you to shove dog shit into your face? How desperate are you, dude, for for high blood pressure and an early death? How desperate are you for that? Okay, I'm getting upset now. I'm getting upset. I don't want to get upset. I do not want to get upset. Oh, here's a good thing. Uh, For the very first time in Hyperwave's history, let me reposition here, guys. I got to get my... Oh, yeah, I got to get my torso under the water, baby. That's nice and warm. So now for the first time in Hyperwave history, my female listeners, percentage-wise, higher than my male listeners, which is very odd. I mean, I have... I mean, there are probably reasons for it. Uh, but I'm just talking about poop all the time. Poop and wieners, probably, you know? that's So it's weird that there's so many females who are listening to it. But I tried to do a For the Ladies episode. And I want to have a little segment here, really, for the ladies, guys. Because, oh, God, you know, I love women. And you guys are all just angels. Every single one of you. You know what I mean? Not just the super pretty ones. Every single one of them. Women are fantastic. I love them all. Probably because I was raised by my mother. I love ladies. And there are all of these insecurities. There's all of these things that women tell me they think about. And I'm like, God, you know, I just wish that you could live in bliss. I wish that you could live in bliss and I could just be upset and anxious all the time. You know what I mean? It's sad. Ladies are good, guys. You know, I'm, I'm a big feminist, you know, big, big feminist. We should just kill all the guys, you know, and we'll, we'll just work in the cum factories for you guys. You know, I'm a I'm, I'm, I'm a big proponent of that. OK, women, uh, you know, they can they can get less time for any crime that they do than a man who does the same crime. Um, you know, they automatically get custody of their kids, whatever. I'm saying they don't, they still don't have enough. Obviously they still don't have enough wage disparity. People want equal pay. I don't want equal pay. I want women to make more than men do. It's how much I like them. It's how much I like them. Love them. Where would I be without women? My mother is one. My little sister's one. My boss is one. My coworkers are some. Love them. But there are things you guys worry about, man. It breaks my heart. 
like, it seems like everybody's so nervous about uh, not being far enough in life. I'm not far enough in life. I haven't accomplished enough. You know, we're talking like 22 to 25. You hear that from people. I mean, I even said it myself. Sometimes I still say it to myself. But, you know, that's bullshit. You've got such a long time. I've said this a million times on this show. Life is very long. You've got 80 years, dude. You know, if you're 25, you got yourself another two, maybe three lifetimes left to live, dude. You've got so much time. What do you want to accomplish? What do you have to do? You want to learn the flute or something? You got years, dude. Years. You know, so people are always perpetually worried. Because comparatively, it seems like, you know, looking at other people, looking at their lives, seeing what they're doing. Dude, fuck that. Fuck that. I've spent the last, I don't know, four straight years of my life just caring only about work and money, saving money, you know, getting ahead at work. And for what? You know, I'm an anxious wreck still. You know, I'm not any happier for it. I mean, I'm able to afford material things that make life enjoyable, but God, what's the point? I'm spending all my time at work anyway. So I have this apartment. I love my apartment. I don't even get to be here. This is just a place I go when I'm not at work. You know what I mean? So what are you, what are you so scared of? I mean, I know what you're scared of. This the existential dread of failure. I understand. I'm just saying there's plenty of time, man. I would prefer to look back on my four years. When I look back on mine, my last four years, I'm like, God, it's just been taking life way too seriously. And sure, I mean, maybe from the outside perspective, it's like, wow, this dude's really got his shit together. Good for him. But fuck that. What do I give a fuck what you think, dude? I'd rather be able to take a nap and and be able to nap rather than be like, oh, man, I got to make sure my sleep schedule is good for work because I have to perform at work. I have to perform at work. You know, I have to do well at work. I'm so nervous about my professional life. So I can't nap. I wish I felt like I had the psychological freedom to take a nap, dude. Take a nap. Or just like eat a snack. Because it's like not only, well, oh, oh God, well, oh, I'm not fit enough. I'm not beautiful enough. Oh, I don't have enough money. God, there's so much I have to do. There's so much that's expected of me by society and other people. Oh, my God. So you start to expect it of yourself. Fuck that, dude. Take your time. Take it easy. Take it easy. The Eagles, guys. The Eagles. Not to be confused with the Beagles. Now, the Beagle is a dog. The e- An Eagle is a bird. I'm just going to put that out there, guys. But there's these existential... Because when I look at a woman hanging out with one, talking to one in general confiding in me, maybe talking about stuff. It's like, listen, you are, uh, you are just the whole reason I exist. You know what I mean? You're the whole reason I do everything. Do you think I shave my face, like trim up my beard for men or other people? No, it's only for women. I get my hair cut for women only. Do you know what I mean? It's not for me. I don't give a fuck. I would just rot in this apartment if I could, probably, if I was left to my own devices. You know what I mean? So it's like I see you and I'm like, you are 
just the most perfect thing. Perfect. You know what I mean? And you're so worried. You're so worried about the world. God, I wish I could just take it all away. So that's my little piece for the ladies. You know, guys, men would do anything for you. Men would do anything for you. And, and even if the ones who you want to do stuff for you don't, there's somebody who will. Okay? Relax. It's going to be fine. Um, you, you're, 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 you're great. Okay? Love yourself. Love yourself as much as every single man who sees you does. Do you know what I mean? That you're the object of desire for millions, billions of people every single day. You know? Love yourself that much. You know, take it easy. Relax. You're good. You're going to be fine. You got plenty of time. Do it when it's right. You know what I mean? So, a little piece for the ladies there. Um, Keep listening, guys. 46% female listenership? It's fucking crazy. So, that's for you. Um, And now, let me get back to more, like, kind of dick and fart stuff here really quick. Um, No, you know, speaking for the ladies, I got another thing. Astrology. I've been kind of getting into it a little bit lately. Uh, astrology is, this is like a Tom Cruise thing. Astrology is batshit crazy. It's batshit crazy. Something about a rising moon in a, in a, in a, uh, I don't even know. My rising moon or something, you know. I'm a Pisces, which is bad news from what I hear from people. I'm a February Pisces, I guess. I don't know. I've heard that that's bad news. Um, I'm emotionally tumultuous, I guess I would probably say. I fit pretty well with the whole Pisces thing. But I've been more interested in it because I've been reading people's signs, you know, people that I know. And to try to understand people, you know. And it's kind of spooky how well some people fit their signs. So that's a little spooky right there. Now I'm sure you could go and create some sort of a scientific thesis as to you know, some sort of confirmation bias and this and that, whatever. Well, if it's fucking creepy, it's creepy to the point where it's, it seems magical and, 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 and real, believable as it were, believable. So I've been really into it. Um, and, and just how crazy is it? The idea that you're born, I'm what well, I was born in February, late February. So it's like my life is kind of just planned out for me because of the stars, dude. It's in the stars. Just they're in the stars, guys. Little stars up there. It's where my life is. It's my life up there in the stars. It's kooky. It's a kooky idea. But uh, ladies seem to usually like astrology, and if they don't believe in it totally, they do believe in it totally. They're fucking liars. Okay. Every woman is secretly a witch. I don't know if I've said that enough. I don't know if I've said that before on the show at all. The belief that women are witches, I believe, should be brought back. I think women are witches, every single one of them. They have this sort of devilish way. It's a devilish. I don't even know what it is about them. It's devilish. I don't know, especially when they're very pretty, when they're gorgeous. It's captivating, uh, to say the least, but in a sort of uh, demonic way. You know what I mean? In sort of a possessive way. Demonic, as it were. Ghostly. Spooky. An apparition. You know? A phantom, phantasmagoria, poltergeist. These are all scary words here because it is Halloween. And it's the weird thing is that I think women are witches and that's why every single one of them loves astrology because they love magic. That's magic, M-A-G-I-C-K, guys. Not like Penn and Teller, David Blaine magic. I'm talking real magic. Real magic, guys. 
and they, they love astrology. And, and then you get the ones that dabble in tarot cards, tarot cards, whatever you call it. And they want to read your future. Stay away from that shit. I mean, do it, you know, do it because it's going to be really fun. But uh, that's bad, dude. That's a woman who's delving in the dark arts. Okay. She probably hates Christ. No, I'm kidding. Um, but yeah, women have my mom. Oh God. Good story here. My mom told me this. So she, uh, and her friend put a curse on a girl because my mom is kind of like a gypsy. She's a saint, but she's got this gypsy witch vibe. She's witchy, witchy. You know, she's like share kind of, she's got like a little witch vibe there. And, uh, so they put a curse on this girl, her and her friend. And this girl started to lose her hair, okay? She developed a condition like alopecia. I think that's what it's called. Where she started to lose all of her fucking hair. And it's like my mom told me, you don't do anything bad. You don't delve, you don't dabble in black magic because whatever you do out in the world comes back to you tenfold or threefold or whatever. Ten, it's, if it's bad, it's tenfold. If it's good, it's threefold. That's what my mom told me, okay? She's a tarot card lady, doing things with pendulums and crystals and shit. My mom's all about that stuff. She loves the occult, you know? So they put a curse on this girl. She started to lose her hair. And then the spooky thing is that my mom and her friend both got diagnosed with cancer and then lost their hair. How weird is that? Coming back tenfold, guys. Right? Yeah. Spooky, guys. Ooh, a little spooky for you. That's a true story, by the way. Well, it's true that my mom told me that story. I don't know how true the story is, but I believe everything my mom says, so I'm sure it's probably pretty true. But, uh, yeah, I feel like women just have this sort of predisposition to tricks. Not, not, not bad tricks, but they just seem, oh, they're so mysterious and elusive in a way. You know, they seem like... It makes sense to me that people thought women could be witches and that they were capable of magic because they are objects of mystery, not objects. You know what I mean? I'm not saying objects, but I'm saying like they're mysterious creatures, very mysterious, much like a siren because they captivate you, but you can never catch them. They're like leprechauns. You know what I mean? And there's a pot of gold at the end of that rainbow, buddy, if you know what I mean. Um... But yeah, astrology, learn more about people. And then you start to see everything they do through the lens of whatever sign they are. And it starts to make a lot more sense. And then you're like, you know, I'm going to cut you a break because I know you're a Gemini here. You know what I mean? And uh, yeah, women will suck your goddamn soul out, guys. But this is for the, the ladies. So this is nothing but praise, guys. Nothing but praise for you guys. Okay. Uh Let's see what else do we have here. I got, here's the problem. When I was a child, I was very excited to develop pubic hair, pubes. I remember looking down at my uncircumcised member here and just thinking, God, that's a lot of skin, you know? And I think it's like a symbol of manhood to get pubes, to get hair on your balls, get hair on your, you know, your pubis as it were. And I remember getting my first two pubes, actually. I remember it. I remember looking down one day, two pubes had grown, and I was like, sicky say what, dude? I was stoked. Growing up, dude. Growing up, becoming a man. And uh, I remember the, the insecurity that I felt that I didn't have any hair down there. Do you know what I mean? I remember the insecurity that that created inside of me. 
Now, I'm kind of experiencing it again, guys, because when I look at my knuckles, I don't really see... There's, like, some hair. Like, it's starting to grow. But, like, there's not a lot. And, like, my hands aren't very hairy. I don't have a lot of hair. Like, I just have kind of this patch in the in the center of my chest. But I wish that I had, like, I don't know, Italian amounts of hair. Not, like, you know, crazy, like you could comb it. But I wish that I had, like, curly chest hair. Like, a full chest of curly chest hair. Like, 80s macho dude with a fucking, with his buttons undone so you could see that big fucking just, oh, beautiful cloud of chest hair. You know, I kind of wish I had that. Make me feel more like a man. So I'm getting this insecurity when I look at my hands because they just look bitchly. They look bitchly like I've got little bitch hands, you know. But I can see the hair starting to come in. And I'm just really excited for it, you know. I just want to be a gristle. Like I want to look like Robin Williams, you know. Harry, dude. Harry. Robin Williams had that sort of like... Great Depression vibe, you know, where it's like this is a real man when he like pulls his pants up to his chest, you know, and like puffs his chest out and he's like doing that like that boxing stance where you're like, you know, your hands are like curled over and you look like a fucking idiot. And you're like, hey, see, what are you doing over here, see? Robin Williams had that sort of a look. He could pull that off. Like kind of how he looked in, uh, kind of how he looked in uh, Goodwill Hunting. You know, very hairy, very manly. Like, I wish I had that. I want to have a hairy chest, hairy knuckles, and um, some silver hair. I want to be a silver fox. I feel like at that point, I'll really feel like I'd done it. You know, I'll really feel like a man at that point. But I'm a little insecure that my hands aren't hairy enough, guys. Same with my feet. I've got these little bitch feet. You can see my veins and everything. It's very geographical looking, but there's just not really a lot of hair on it. And this is something that I don't really tell a lot of people. I'm going to divulge something to you right now. Oh, God. I, uh, my, I wear a nine and a half size shoe. Okay? That's hard for me to admit for two reasons. One, because a nine and a half is pretty small for a guy pretty small. I feel like 10 is average, but you really want to have like 11s and 12s. That's like men's, a man's feet, man's foot rather. You know what I mean? The second reason why that hurts my feelings is because I actually wear nine and a half to overcompensate for how small my feet actually are, guys. Mm -hmm. I have an eight and a half size foot for a man. Eight and a half. That's no bueno. I have little baby feet, dude. Little, little baby feet. No hair on them and just little baby feet. Look at these little baby feet. Um, it's sad and I have these little tiny hands. Ah, oh, God. You know what they say about small hands, guys? Baby dick. That is what they say. And yeah, sure, maybe I have microcephalic penis and okay, maybe it's, uh, I don't know, been clinically marveled at by the medical community as to how it even functions okay yeah maybe my dick is so small that clits are usually bigger than it yeah maybe guys but whatever so what clits are good you know not um god i'm all over the place guys 
I do want to talk in the same vein about Robin Williams kind of just being like, oh, you know, just like boxing people in the Depression era with his super fucking hairy, grizzly forearms and with his pants pulled up to his chest, with his chest puffed out. You know, he's got like suspenders on. He's like, oh, hey, oh, there. You want to have a row? You want to have a row with me, sir? You know, um, is how fucking stupid slang used to be. I was reading um, that the only slang word that has lasted more than like five years or like 10 years or has lasted generations is the word cool. It's crazy to me to think that cool at one point was cool to say. Like cool is the slang word. Like, oh, that's cool. Uh, Dude, that's not cool. Is or is not cool. Something's not cool, dude. It's disqualified. If it is cool, automatically qualified. Cool is the slang word. It's it's for everything. And everything that is a slang word is an iteration of cool. Like, oh, dude, that's dank. That's cool. Uh, dude, that's fucked up. That's fucked. Not cool. Do you know what I mean? Cool is every slang word. And it's the only one that's lasted for several generations. And I think that's pretty cool. No, um... There's one old Great Gatsby era t- slang word or a slang phrase. I don't even know what the fuck you say. But you remember back in in like maybe the early 2000s or the late 90s, people used to say, I'm Audi 5000. Like, uh, like I'm out. Like, oh, I'm Audi 5000, guys. See ya. Like, and that was kind of like cool, I guess, or something. Something cool guys said. Uh, so back in like the great Gatsby era, the, the twenties, the roaring twenties, hello baby. Um, people would say when they were going to leave somewhere or to say that they had to go, they would say, I've got a 23 skidoo. I've got to 23, the number guys, 23 skidoo. I could maybe understand just skidoo, but to, to put a numeric value on the skidoo that you're doing, I think that's too much. Much too much. Oh, hey. Oh, hey, fellas. I wish I could stay and have some uh, Depression-era uh, bootleg liquor with you, but I got a 23 skidoo on out of here, guys. I'm going down to watch a show, a jazz show, guys. You know? I've got a 23 skidoo. What the fuck are you saying? I, I'm pretty sure I tried to look up one time what that even meant, and I don't think anybody actually knew. That's how fucking dumb it was. And now we've got things like, I don't, I'm surprised at the things say people say now. Like, uh, one that I've only just learned is a kickback. Like, I've always just heard like, oh yeah, we're just going to chill. Uh, it's not a party or anything. We're just going to be hanging out. It's just kind of chilling. I've heard those, but now it's, it's now it's has a label and it's called a kickback. Oh yeah. I got a kickback. I'm going to, so now it's like an event just to hang out with people. I think that's how socially alienated we all are. It's like, it's a thing. Yeah. I'm trying to find a date for this kickback. I'm going to, uh, you mean you need a date to go hang out with people, bro? Like what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. Nobody's going to be drinking. It's just kind of a kickback. It's kind of a kickback. Might play some Xbox or whatever. I think that that's fucking dumb. I'm just going to say that right now. I'm not a curmudgeon or anything, but Jesus Christ, guys. That is just fucking stupid. Um, 23 skidoo, man. 
That's pretty fucking dumb. Uh, slang is interesting. I think slang is, is really interesting. Because there are a lot of slang words that we don't even realize are slang words, but now they're actually part of formal discussion and conversation. Like, uh, I'm pretty sure, like, like contractions. Isn't that like don't and shouldn't? You know, they've got the apostrophe in there. I'm pretty sure those were invented by William Shakespeare. And it was, like, seen as slang. It was seen as, like, a lower form of speaking. It wasn't really seen as formal English. And now that's totally formal. I mean, you could put that in a fucking essay to Harvard. Yeah, I don't I don't want to go anywhere else. I shouldn't be anywhere else. They'd be like, "Oh, wow, what a what a what a well-spoken young adult there." You know what I mean? Slang is interesting. Uh Let's see here, guys. Uh I think that's going to do it actually. I think I'm in, oh my God, 41 minutes, guys. How have you been listening this long? Uh, yeah, my bath is getting cold. I'm getting a little cold in my bath. And, uh, but yeah, that's it, guys. You know, do me a favor. Uh, keep it real. Uh, don't do anything stupid. And we'll be waiting for you here, guys. In the hyperwave. Oh, fuck, is this thing on? <laughs>